Welcome to another serving of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always is my international band of brothers, Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition, the one and only one to be late today, Shane Smith. I wasn't late. I turned this on and I was bang on the zero. I was perfectly timed. As usual. As usual. Thank you, one and all, for joining us. Post up any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks you may have for our panel of influencers, insiders, game-changers, thought leaders, and titans of industry. Uh, welcome back, my friends. It's good to see your beautiful faces, as always, and you too, Robbie. Um, we are uh, happy, as always, to join you. And, uh, yeah, thank you, as always, for joining us out there uh, in the uh, YouTube-verse. Hopefully we don't get canceled for anything we're probably going to say that's going to offend some snowflakes out there today. Lucas will get us canceled, 100%. Only I had hit the go live button about 15 seconds before I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, 15 seconds before we would have been fucked. We would have had a nuke. <laughs> hey, bro, by the way, I got a question for you guys. When you go to the shitter you do your, and you do your stuff, right? So when you take the toilet paper, do you roll it in a bowl or you fold it in a, like, uh, you know, few pieces? together and then wipe your ass which option this, this is a tough question because it's a trick I'm one question of, yes. i'm one of two minds because uh the fold is my go-to mm-hmm. however let's just say i had i don't know we say spicy food or like <laughs> right yeah and you sit down and it's just like you're like you feel like you're pushing out a log Spray and it's it's actually like a sprinkler, right? Yeah. And you look in the toilet and you're like, it's literally like horizontal. Like <laughs> I don't even understand how it even got that high. I'm not risking the the size of the toilet paper folded. I'm gonna go ball it a bit. I'll do. I'll start with a fold and then just ball it to get bigger space. Yeah. Now, I don't want shit on my hand. Yeah. The oh, worst thing is that, is that I don't mind like wiping Ava's ass like in the shower, like wiping all the poo out. I'm yeah. not going in my own swamp. That's just fucking nasty. Do you use do you use the the regular toilet paper or, or no? That's the thing. Nikki found one. extra wide toilet paper, okay. so it really helps in a situation that if I have spicy food, it's going to be really bad for me to like. It's just an insurance purpose to like cover more space. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, what it all. Alex, Sandy, <laughs> Mitch, Sean, <laughs> Simon, yes. And I can't believe that Shane has a precise answer. Yes, I thought, that's, I thought that's scary. You know, I thought it would be a good topic to start the podcast. It's a great topic. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was, it was something... Fold or of... ball, I think we're going to name it that. <clears throat> Fold or, or ball the toilet paper, is that what we're going to call it? The ball yeah. just covers more space. Yeah, but see, so you well, can't get a second wipe after that. Like the ball, it's one and done. Whereas if you fold, yeah, but that's why I'm saying if, it. if it's like an explosive, like volcanic poo, you're not gonna have room to go for a single wipe anyway. It's, it's like you every time you wipe, you and then you look at it down. and you're like, "Holy shit, where yeah. did all that come from?" Yeah, you basically sit down and it's like a waterfall for like yeah. ten minutes. Justin, like you finally caught the live, and you were greeted by us talking about bowel movements. 
and spraying. I didn't ask this off. question, just so you know. I know it's usually me. It wasn't me this time. It's me. I'm just I, the amount of times I've heard on different bodybuilding podcasts where they say you it's it's explosive, it's spraying. It, yeah. these, it almost makes it seem like these guys have this on a regular occurrence. I can probably count on my hands the times that that has actually happened to me, to where it is like plastered the thing, and it's I like can you count need to go maybe with a like Clorox brush afterwards and clean it up. I got a one I can more. Count maybe a week. I got a one more additional question. Is it but, duty related? No, it's not. It's not yeah. about shit. It's about food <laughs> right now. So we do learn when you things go, always. When you go, when you go to the restaurant. And you order surf and turf, right? We go from shit to food. Yeah, that's how I roll. With this. That's how I roll, man. I, I, I'm, I'm always happy, you know, to uh, to bring some some cool stuff, you know. Plus, you know, we need some variety in our lives, right? Agreed. Not only talk about supplements and other crap. Yeah, fuck supplements. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one listens to this show, so fuck that. <laughs> but anyways. You go to the restaurant, right? And you order surf and turf. Which you uh which part of the meal you eat first? Steak or seafood? Steak. Shane? I mean you can't ask me this because I don't eat seafood. Yeah. I know, but you know What do you mean you know? That, that you can't ask me I I, I would never wait. ever order that. Ever. You, you, you you don't eat any any seafood like any did for it, example did, prong did, or did it come from the sea? Yeah. <laughs> Look, and just yeah, from the line, the first thing I hear is it's explosive. It's spraying. <laughs> the fuck that I come into. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Shane. <clears throat> I mean, if it's from the sea, I don't. I'm not going to eat it. Robert. Um. I think it kind of depends on the format of the surf and turf. So if I'm getting like, if I get a steak, I mean the, the surf, the turf part's always going to be the same. It's going to be a steak no matter what. I'm not going to order like a burger with grilled shrimp. It's mm. going to be, you know, a, some kind of really nice grilled steak. And then I, I typically don't order that if I go to a restaurant. But let's say in this world, like if, if I'm in Vegas and we're at the, the, the Black Southwest or the Bloomberg or something like that, and you go to yeah. one of those all you can buffets, yeah, then I'm going to get something or one of those brazilian steakhouses and they'll come around with seafood options every now and then so i'll do that and if it's like grilled shrimp i'm gonna eat the shrimp first uh i'll probably eat that because i want to save the steak like i always end up saving the best thing for last instead of eating it first um so i'll go for the shrimp first or i might intermix like i'll have most of the shrimp go to take a bite of steak and then finish off the shrimp but if it's like a crab topping on top of the steak I'll probably do a little bit of mix and match, but the last bite will almost always be steak because that's kind of what, what I want to finish the, the meal with. Mm. Okay, last question and I'm done. <laughs> yes. And it's also about food. Mm -hmm. So when you have a meal, right? Let's say it's chicken and rice. No fucking veggies. Only chicken and rice, right? Like okay. a bodybuilding type of a meal. Do you eat separate like let's say carbs first and protein last you mix things up or uh, you eat protein first and then carbs last no i'm mixing it together depends well if it's like steak and potatoes i'm gonna eat i'm like i'm gonna take a bite of each and i don't mix those two together but if it is actually if we're talking specifically just chicken and rice 
Yeah. I'm going to be mixing it together. Okay. Yeah, but you can get chicken in a breast form. In a breast form or pressed? Like a big breast. Yeah, what about it? Wait, so you how are you going to mix it together? You, you cut a little piece, and then you scoop some rice okay. on your fork, and you eat it. What the fuck? What, what are you doing? Well, I mean, you, you just pick up the boob, bite into it, and then, like, shovel in some rice? Yeah. <laughs> but the, okay, so if I do, like, meal prep here at the house, I'm going to already chop up the chicken to where I can just use a spoon and mix it all together, and then I can eat it like that. If I'm at a restaurant, they usually don't serve bite-sized chicken. Like, you go to an Applebee's or a Chili's or something like that, and you get grilled chicken breasts and then they're going to have a side of like a little rice peel off on the side or like some steamed rice or mexican rice whatever i'm still probably gonna slice a bite of the chicken maybe take a bite of that then i'll scoop in a bite of rice you know or do something like that i'll eat that i'll what start is... chewing and then i'll scoop in some rice as i'm swallowing the chicken the rice is rice tastes like rice shit rice. man rice What's tastes it? like ass rice is amazing it doesn't have a flavor it's like no one to it's it's plain as fuck you're assuming. I, Do you I like mean, the taste of water as well? Is, is water delicious? I'm not that boring. I just I'll, eat them. Regardless of what's on the plate, it's the best thing I eat first. If it's chicken, then I'm eating that first. If it's steak, yeah. I'm eating that first. If I want to have anything else, maybe. I'm not putting it together. That's just that's just silly. I apologize. Never, that's just silly. Never like you never mix your food. <clears throat> no, unless it's like unless it's like a dish where it's made to be mixed, like. Spaghetti and meatballs and all that shit. Like things that are like already pre-mixed. What about what about if it's like let's say you get a cup of rice and a curry? That's gonna be mixed together. You mix it up you mix it up, you mix it up or you fries and curry. No rice. Right. Right. Like you just the curry onto the rice and you swirl and you eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said a cup of fries and curry. I was like, that sounds fucking oh, horrible. Dip the fries in oh. the curry. <laughs> okay, so I know Lucas, this will not apply to Lucas, because huh. I'm, I'm sure he's never had one of these before. But Shane, you are familiar with the fast food establishment known as Wendy's. Are you not? Mm. McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? Kelly, okay. red hair girl. Yes, yes. Do you, <laughs> it's, it's a common thing that people do. Do you think she's real, by the way? I don't think so. Well, obviously she's dead now, but you know, back yeah. then, because like Colonel exist? Sanders obviously made. Yeah, like I thought that KFC. was the, I thought that was his daughter's. Like his daughter's name was Wendy. Like the the personification on the actual uh, ads may not be that, but I think his daughter, the founder of well, that's kind of nice. Dave and his daughter was Wendy. I think. I don't think she made it. A little I'm bit sweet. Sure she didn't look it? like that, but it was her name. Huh? Um, no, I just thought it was a girl who named Wendy who made it. That's all. Anyway, continue. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So you get the frosty at Wendy's. Did you ever get the frosty at Wendy's? The little frozen concoction that's dairy free, but it tastes like ice cream. Um, did you ever dip your French fries into the frosty and eat it? Mate, People do that I here. I think it's gross. I don't want to ruin my French fries or my frosty. I don't mix my dessert with anything. Okay, good. You know what? When I was a chubby little bastard, mm-hmm. I always, I always used my fries, and I dipped them in ice cream. Oh, that's so gross! So no, that's that's not that's another level. That's so but that's another level of fatness. That's why I'm fat. <laughs> I remember 
I went to the movies once with my friend and she get like a like an ice cream, like a, a ice cream in a cone, and mm -hmm. I had like a, a thing of popcorn. She put the ice cream in the popcorn. Yeah. And it yeah. reached across and I'm like, the fuck you doing? And she's like, just looks at me like I'm I'm the fucking weird one right here. I was like, look, yeah. they sell them separate. It's not. A, I mean, you can get them in a combo, but they sell these things separate. If they wanted you to have the ice cream and the popcorn, they would have fucking sold you the ice cream and the damn popcorn. Okay, that's just weird. I gotta admit, I like I like this combo popcorn what and the ice. What the fuck? <laughs> you just go and ruin the popcorn for everyone else when you drip your shitty well, ice cream all through the popcorn. That's the thing. It's you know, it's the sweet and salty thing. That's why. No. That's why. I probably, that's why I probably like it that much. Plus, you know, when I eat, for example, ice cream, I need to top it up with something crunchy. Let's say, you know, if I'm if I'm eating like ice cream, I can't eat ice cream solely. I need some crunchiness, some texture to it. So, for example, when, for a long, for I don't remember, but for a longest period of time, I was eating my ice cream with some rice cakes. No, that's that's just like on another level. You, well, might, you, you can put like chopped nuts on there or something like that if you want some. Yeah, texture. you may look at me odd right now, but if you're gonna try it, you will say, "Fucking Lucas is genius." <laughs> I think they're always looking at you odd, but you know, <laughs> it's because he's Polish. It's fine. Yeah, I changed the game. That's why. I'm I'm one I'm one one thing at a time. Chicken rice. I eat the chicken then the rice. I will eat my dessert before my dinner if I can. But most places don't let you do that. Paul, I eat it together. Cut a piece of the seafood and a piece of steak. Ah, oh, it's just. Where, what is extra there. wide toilet paper? I thought they just like toilet paper just came in one size. Like it's nah, thicker bro. necessarily, or more nah. sheets on. Hey, Robbie, I can show you. Wider. I, I got an extra wide piece right here. Robbie, maybe you are familiar with the gray toilet paper. Oh yeah. Gray toilet paper. Yeah, that's back back in the day, Soviet Union and Eastern kind of Eastern European <laughs> countries. Yeah, yeah. Well, was so it just like a leaf or something like tree bark that you were wiping your ass with? No, 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 just the color was uh, gray. Yeah, but this shit like, like gray brown, right? Was it like yeah. used? No, no. But the thing <laughs> is, with the gray toilet paper, it would scratch your ass so bad that you could like uh... through your asshole. Seriously, it was. It was so bad. It's it's still it's still available here in Poland. Really? Yeah, you can still buy it, but in like you know the the most cheapest stores, like you know, for one zloty, buy buy the you know the whole store. Damn, one zloty. I'm pretty it's sure cheap ass paper. I'm pretty sure you know what there is always going to be. Not even a demand, but something like that people will buy. Like cheap, cheap stuff will always be available. You know, even over here, I'm pretty sure if you walk in into ninety nine dollar, uh, ninety nine cent store, I mean, the things that you can see there are probably astonishing, and you would be surprised. Yeah. But anyways, I think I thought it, it, this was like a cool questions to start the podcast. Those are those oh, are everybody. <laughs> you need to go between steak and back and forth. That's a good point, Mitch. Alex, stack 3D review on Charmin Ultrasoft. Huh. Yes. Can we have toilet paper of the year, too, Shane? Can we have that? I'll send them a trophy. Thanks. Please do. 
Pete, a little late, but don't worry, I'm here. Let's get started. You missed, if you missed the opening 10 minutes of dialogue. You didn't, you didn't miss much. You didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't miss, you didn't miss shit, no pun intended. Sean, I'm painting ceilings, so the comments are all you today. Some big shoes to fill. Don't let us down, Sean. Do I know you? <laughs> Oscar. Salty and sweet. People like sweet bacon as well. Correct. Yeah, bacon like bacon can be good. Like so, the salty sweet contrast is good. But just in certain instances, like I don't want a French fry, which is supposed to be crispy, dipped into cold ice cream, because that ruins both of them for me at least. It's just a separation of menus for me. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask: Have you heard of the place Texas Chicken? No. We have a place here called Texas Chicken. I think it's uh, is it like a place like Church's Chicken or something? I've seen the logo in America. Um, I was just curious. Do you think this place is a good representation of your entire state's food? <laughs> I was curious. This is Church's Texas Chicken. That's Toronto. And the one here is just Texas Chicken, but I know that like different places, some some places get different names. In in like uh, Australia, Burger King's called Hungry Jacks. There's a Texas chicken and burgers. I don't know. I'm just saying there's one here. And I was just like, well, that's a very confident name to wanting to do the yeah. state of Texas proud. Is it? I had the chicken. It's not bad. Does it look like this? Nah. Okay. Hmm. I will yeah. look up the logo because I yeah. know I've seen it in the US. Never frozen always, always right. Texas chicken Malaysia. Texas Chicken Malaysia restaurant features original and spicy. That doesn't seem right either. Okay. Weird. Texas Chicken is evolving and changing. Yeah, this looks this looks like Church's Chicken, but it says Texas Chicken on it. Maybe because the countries in which they are these are located. Yeah, it is. It's Church's Chicken. What yeah, is we this? call it Texas Chicken. Is it located in Baltic regions? What is it? Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Oman. No, oh, there you go. Isn't that Romania? Yeah, this one. Oh, no. Belarus. 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 New Zealand. There you go, Shane. We're on the fucking map. Look how big that world is. Yeah. We're there's, there. There's Shane. Not Australia. Yeah, right, right there. We are there. Look how small that piece of shit is. <laughs> Look at the rest of the world. We're not even. That's why they complain that when there's world maps, we sometimes get left off. I can understand why. We're in the bottom fucking corner. Damn. Wow. Okay. There we go. There's there's New Zealand. You can see oh, me. See that? From... See that little? See that? See that right skinny part at the top? Yeah. Right there. No, the the skinniest part. A little bit down. A little bit down. A little bit down. That is where like half the country lives. Is that Auckland? Yeah, that's where I am. Right. I was saying like if a if a tsunami comes through and just takes out, <laughs> it's, it's because it's so fucking thin. The most gangster. What the hell is this out here? Is this like where you send all the prisoners? Is this the penal colony part of New Zealand? I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's some little island. Wait, I know what the other one at the bottom is, but yeah, I don't know what that one is. I don't know. Apparently, it's ours though. Yeah. You own it. Ownership. Yeah, man. Okay. My next, while we're still on the food deal, here we go. Shane, I enjoyed your podcast with Mark. Curious to see what Nutribio comes up with. 
Thank you, Shreda, for listening to my podcast. Of course, Shreda. You want to hear weird Coke mixed with vanilla ice cream? No, it's a Coke float. That's yeah, it's a Coke float. It's isn't like it? a root, yeah. I like root beer floats more than Coke floats, but that was. I never saw a Coke float for a long time. It was always root beer floats by us. And then somebody came into like Coke did that Coke float commercial. And, you know, the rest when, of you were kids, when you were kids, did you uh, use mentos uh, to put the, them in the Coke? Yeah. In the Diet Coke. Yeah, man. You go. Okay, my you know. always had a, a packet of. I called them Mama mints because that's what we called my grandma Mama. And, uh, did, you, had did, you, did you try to, uh, you know, put the mentos? You uh, do, do the volcano and then try to drink it? No, I never tried to drink it. I just watched it spew out. Of I, I, I tried it. I tried it a few times, and the coke was spilling through my nose. <laughs> yeah. Poland. We got nothing. Six else stores and sandpaper grade toilet paper. Oh, I was ten years old. Fuck off. <laughs> they didn't have roads then either, Shane. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, you didn't have roads. Probably no parks. Well, when I was 10 years old, we probably didn't have worlds. <laughs> uh, French fries. Okay. There's there's an entire spectrum of French fries. You can have the thin McDonald's French fries that are nice and thin and crispy. You can have slightly oh, yeah. thicker French fries that are chips, like for fish and chips. They're not super crispy. They're more chewy. Then you have the steak fries that are like that long and about maybe that thick. And they're typically not super crispy they they might have a little crisp but they, they have a nice pillowy in uh texture what is your favorite type of french fry i want mcdonald's them crispy. i want them crispy whatever mcdonald's sells yeah thin and crispy <laughs> if they sell bigger ones i'd probably like them too <laughs> i don't really care the fry right. is like no one buys just fries by itself though no one's like oh give me five boxes of fries it's what it's what it goes alongside no, my, when my mom would pick me up from high school, she would look at me and she'd say, is that a Friday, Robert? I would say, what are you talking about? I said, it's Wednesday, Mom. She says, no, it's a Friday. And then so we'd go to McDonald's and we'd each get a supersized fry. bought fries. We'd just order two orders of like supersized fries, one for me, one for her, and sometimes I'll get an Oreo McFlurry too. You know what? I'm, like when I, when I get there, yeah. I don't know if we're going to eat, Robert. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> what, what, what are we, we going to do? I don't know. Where can we go? McDonald's. You can do McDonald's. Oh, no one just orders fries. It's ridiculous. Maybe like it was a drive-through. It's not like we went inside to do it. And usually we were on the way. To, I was on the way to like from school to taekwondo or piano practice or something. Oh, you're carb loading. I see. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I wanted to say that you yeah. guys love your carbs, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. What's new with the pollen, Robbie? Lionheart. Hmm. Imminent release. Imminent. Yeah. My Lionheart uh, is making a lot of noise. We filmed, uh, we filmed a commercial yesterday. Uh, I showed Robert a little clip. And uh, that was uh, that was brutal. Not, not so the, label, the label is already out? Monday. Monday. Monday the label is out. And yesterday we went to my old uh, uh, MMA school that I, I trained out of. And uh, ironically, it's called Lionheart. And uh, huh. we, we trained over there, and uh, it was just supposed to be me hitting the pads and stuff, but it ended up training with another guy, like partner work, and then we kind of forced Carolina to jump in and uh, take part in it too. 
And, um, you know, I just saw a few clips that they sent us. I mean, even I'm surprised. It, it just looks badass. I mean, I don't think we've ever done a video like that. It's just something, uh, you know, I, I'm surprised that even I talked to TJ this morning. I'm surprised how much attention Lionheart is getting because Kumite was a popular product, but it wasn't like, you know, I wouldn't call it a top, you know, badass product or anything like that. And to be honest with you, um, and by the way, Sean, thanks for question, but uh, Kumite was one of the products that I was least proud of. I liked the concept. I liked uh, the, um, you know, the category and, uh, you know, what it intended for. And it was good. It was a good product. It was solid. But uh, that was a product that I, 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 Robert probably remembers this because, you know, we've been friends for all. That was a product, you know, and, and this is actually a good example kind of to kind of uh, explain myself why I criticize sometimes certain supplements and certain, because I have very high expectations. I have high expectations of myself and I have high expectations of everybody. And when somebody is putting out a crappy product under those product or somebody puts out a product that, uh, you know, questionable or based on possible synergy or something like that, you know, all those claims, they don't sit well with me and I'm just expressing an opinion. It's not something where I want to shit on your product or shit or anything, but if we are discussing it, there is no way that I'm going to hold back and I'm going to call you out or not necessarily call you out, but I'm going to say exactly what I think because I'm dead against and I always will be. That's the reason why, you know, even guys, when it comes to you, I will always argue. I will never, ever accept anything under those. I don't care about synergy. I don't care about anything because to me, it's all about uh, anecdotal reports and it's about possibility. I don't play possibilities. People don't play possibilities. I'm against people, tar uh, brands targeting, oh, you know what? You should stack two products together. No, you shouldn't. You could, but you shouldn't because that means you're just forcing people to spend more money. And in that regard, Kumite is not something I was proud of because I felt like it was by Apollon standards, by my standards, I thought it was mediocre at best. It was a good product by a lot of people's standards and it worked, no doubt about it. But it was something that Robert and I discussed many times. It wasn't a top seller. It wasn't something that I felt, I felt it was like kind of like, like a stain on a whole line because I felt that's the one that I could easily pick on and say, okay, this is not exactly the dosage, just that it's not exactly, uh, you know, I, I felt like it wasn't complete. This one, I mean, this one is hard to argue. I mean, you've seen the formula yourself, so you know I'm not like just bullshitting or anything like that. This formula is kick-ass formula, and I've used the product now for a few days, and, you know, it's just everything. I, I don't even know, like, I, I, it's, that's the first time that I, when we finished the product, and Robert and I, you know, kind of like worked on a formula a little bit back and forth, back and forth. I honestly, looking at that, I have absolutely no plans right now to release, you know, like I usually do. I can release a product and say like, oh, I already know what's going to be in the new one. I have no clue when it's going to be in the new one. I don't even have any plans or ideas to kind of upgrade the formula because this is just, but at the same time, I'm surprised because, you know, it's intended for fighters and, you know, endurance, but the, you know, the, the attention that it got, maybe because it was so delayed and so expected by so many people. I, I don't know why it got the tension that it got, to be honest, because this morning, even talking to TJ and he, he goes to me, did you send me uh, Lionheart? And I was like, no, I didn't. Uh, he goes to me, why not? I'm like, because you fucking review Assassin and shit like that. You know, this is not. 
yeah, th th this is not that type of product. And he was like, please send it to me because I, I definitely want to, you know, I want to try it. So, yeah, the excitement is through the roof. I'm super, super excited for next week. Now you said it live. So people, so people are going to say that TJ is bullshitting and he's paid by a problem. Oh, 100%, 100%. You know what? The, the, the check is in the mail. Shane just ripped me off because he overcharged me for fucking trophy. He fucking not only charged me for nomination, he also charged me to win. And then he fucking sent me a bill for the trophy as well. And then called me and he says, hey, motherfucker, I forgot to charge you for shipping. So, you know, it's a fucking rip off. By the way, I wanted to ask you about one thing. Did you try to, did you try to drink from the cup that Shane sent you? No, because you're a fucking sick fucker in Carolina. You the ones were fucking, she goes to me, we gotta drink champagne out of it. I'm like, no. I'm not drinking anything out of it. So you drink vodka out of it. You're rushing. Get the, get the vodka. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she will drink, and you're a sick fuck too because you well, fucking posted I, that like the next day. I would definitely do that, and I, I wasn't bragging when I was, you know, sending this post your way. But you, you know, know what? You, you know what was the funniest thing when uh when the guys from Avi. They, they posted a video of them getting the trophy and they started making out with the trophy and like kissing it. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I really like it. Like literally it was like a gangbang. You have like a four guys fucking making out with a trophy. I thought it was very, very cute. Yeah, but Romak and his team like acted like, a, you know, like a pussy boys, you know, and I was like waiting. You know, what, what, when, 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 when they will do something, something with the, with the cop and they didn't... You, you know what, you know what, uh... Oh, shit, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get canceled. But you know what? When Ronak took the fucking trophy, do you know who you remind me of? Yeah. Tell it, Tubby. <laughs> I swear, he looks like a little Teletubby, like you know, and fucking moving and kissing. And I was like, shit, you know what? I want to fucking buy Ronak and fucking give him to a kid to play with. Yeah, but, but you know what? It was it was really cool to see that. You know, well, I, I, I like that 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 enthusiasm and that that fire. It was very very cool. It was very, but it was so funny at the same time. I see like like literally. I don't think I kissed my wife on a wedding night the way they kissed that trophy. <laughs> yeah, speaking they of made that video real quick too. Yeah, it takes me being like, we just got it, and I was like, oh my, and then like within. 30 minutes, an hour. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It was really cool to see them kind of appreciate that much. Yeah, no, it, was, it was very cool because you know what? As funny as it was, it was very genuine and very real. And I, I admire that. It was very, very cool to see. So the trophy will have a special place in the Holland gym or where it was done? I don't know yet. Like, I don't know. Like, it's a, it's a good question. We're going back and forth, back and forth, but probably a poem, yeah. Who's going to take the award? Carolina? Well, if she decides to, who the fuck's going to argue with her? <laughs> Sridhar, Lucas, you said you tried Coke and Mentos a few times. What made you want to do it more than once? It's because I wanted to see how much Coke I can drink. And, uh, <laughs> you know what? Well, the first time when I tried it, you know, it was, it was pretty bad. But after like a few times, I got a bit better in it. So, you know what? After after, I tried in like uh, you know the the smaller bottle, not the you know the the huge one, two liter mm -hmm. or anything like that. But you know the half liter. And I, and I drank a pretty a pretty a nice amount. But, but yeah, 
But it was back in the days, man. Now, now I'm not doing that shit, you know, anymore. Simon says, the best fries I had were from a traditional Irish chipper, battered fish and chips. Beautiful. I don't know if I've ever had fish and chips. Sandy's ordered it. I, uh, maybe I have. I'm just. I'm not big on it. I don't know. Yeah, I so. have it. You know what? You usually go to the source, so they, you know, you want to try sushi in Japan and probably yeah. chips and uh, fish and chips in England. I tried it. I can't say that I didn't like it, but I didn't love it. I mean, I was just very okay. You know, fine. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I got. I don't know. Living in Louisiana or the New Orleans area specifically, you get spoiled with seafood. I mean, you got everything imaginable, like red fish, snapper, trout, crab crawfish shrimp everything everything a chain doesn't like i mean we get there i didn't like seafood growing up even though we had it but as i got older and uh i, I started to develop a taste but, but for you it. See, now, I, I, I don't I like feel fried like... seafood much i like grilled like broiled salmon or, or like seared salmon or grilled or something like that yeah you know what you see fish and chips i feel like it's very plain you know not, not it doesn't taste bad don't get me wrong i just don't feel like there is any like specific flavor or anything to it but louisiana seafood it has a lot of flavor to it there is a lot of culture behind it and a lot of uh i don't know variety so to speak like you just uh you know you went through the whole fucking list and it wasn't even a full list yeah yeah there's so much good stuff oysters i really i really, I really like when when you know when cuisines are using like herbs spices those kind of things but as far as like you know uh, heavy battered like seafood i i hate that stuff you know because it yeah. just like messes up with the entire like uh dish plus you know it's, it fucks up the flavor of the of the seafood so i don't yeah, touch that the stuff at all yeah i guess in defense of it they they typically use a pretty flaky white fish which doesn't have like they'll use cod or, or i think haddock sometimes I think so, yeah. And it's just it's re it's a really bland fish. So I mean, it lends itself. If you're going to deep fry, like you're not going to deep fry fat belly tuna or something like that, or big eye tuna. That that would be a, a huge waste of it. Um, or you know, it's wild Alaskan salmon. You're not going to be deep frying them bitches. But something like grouper, or tilapia. Yeah, you can deep fry that stuff. You're not missing out on anything. You ever you ever had the uh, in McDonald's? They had this uh, sandwich. It's a uh, fish. fish? Fileo fish, yeah. Did you ever have you ever tried it? Never been. I never tried that. I never tried a McRib sandwich. And I know people go bonkers and batshit crazy for it. I, I was a chicken nugget guy. Just nuggets and fries. That's all I needed. And lots of ketchup. Robbie? Um, no, I can't say so. No. I mean, so you, you, always, you always go for the cow? Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time, like, oh, I mean, not necessarily, you know what I also like, because, uh, I mean, you know, the former Soviet, Soviet Union, it had like 15 republics, so there's a lot of different cultures. So Georgia, um, they have, they, they, you know, a little bit more to the east, they mm -hmm. use a lot of, of lamb. I love yeah. lamb. Like, I mean, yeah. lamb is actually one of my favorite meats, maybe yeah. actually rivals beef to an extent, maybe when it not comes to steak, but... Um, you know, I mean, lamb chops and uh, especially they very, very good, you know, in that region of part of former Soviet Union, they're very good with shish kebabs. I mean, yeah. lamb, lamb shish kebabs are just to die for. They, they're absolutely yeah. amazing. So, but yeah, red meat in general probably is where I'm leaning to. Uh, but speaking of fish, I actually wanted to ask you something. Um, this actually, <laughs> even though that uh, Shane is not into seafood, but I believe this is from New Zealand, Orange Rafi. Orange trophy? Yeah. 
What do you yeah. think of it? I, because I know that they sell it here at select supermarkets, not everywhere. Uh, typically, I think it's a Costco or Walmart, and uh, it's typically frozen. And um, I think that among bodybuilders, if I'm not mistaken, Jay Cutler made it popular. Yes, it's yeah, something, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he made it popular, and I tried it, and uh, um, it has a bit of a distinct, I want to say fishy smell, but it's not really. It's like different. It's a little bit different, but it probably reminds me a little bit more of cod. I mean, yeah. maybe you know, but in terms of like meat, as as um as as just like perfect like 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 fish meat, it's very juicy, yeah. it's very thick. Yeah, I would say it's it's more dense. More dense, correct? Yeah. But you know what? At the same time, if you eat too much of it, your shit won't be tapered at all. You know what? I, I don't know that I've ever had it too much. Um, I've had it a few times, but I'll tell you what, like for some reason, specifically with that fish, again, I'm not big on seafood as is, but for some reason when I have uh, orange raffi, like if I had it more than like say twice a week or something like that, like very, very close to each other, mm -hmm. I, get, I get very quickly sick of it. Like, you know, like you can have certain food and you can have it like fucking few consecutive days and still enjoy it. Yeah. Orange, orange Rafi is probably among the top fish that I sort of enjoy. Again, I can't say that I love it, but I, I kind of enjoy it. But the moment I have it like back to back, maybe two consecutive days or something like that, I kind of like it, it goes from like if it's at a hundred percent level, it goes to like about 30. Like it, it, there's something about it, like I can't eat it too often. Mm. Interesting. But it's a, it's a definitely a good fish, especially for the for the like grilling, you know. Uh, I, I actually haven't tried it grilled. Oh man, that's it's it's on point. Really? Yeah, man, you need to try. If you if you never like, uh, like you, know, you mean the fillet or the whole fish? The whole fish. I never I've never seen the whole fish. I only seen the fillet that they sell in supermarkets. Like you know, it's frozen in a bag. I I don't know if it's like two three pound bag or something like that. Well, yeah, here like you, the, the fillets are too thin to just grill. You need a, like a fish basket and put that on top of the grill. Do they do they sell fish in the United States, like the whole fish or in trophy? I don't know. I, I haven't seen have to go to some kind of fancy seafood market. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but here in in every like local, you know, fish store, you can definitely buy it. You know, the entire fish, or you can buy fillets, just like you want. You know. Or you can also uh, buy the you know pieces that are smoked. Yeah, so in, in, po in Poland, orange raffi is like widely available, Lucas. Yeah, yeah, it's available. Is it considered like fancy or like average price? Mm, you know what? It's not super fancy, you know. But uh, some stores like you know suggest to you know oh, place and pre-order, you know, a bit a bit quicker. Caught in New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, every bag that I saw here says uh, New Zealand, as far as I, I know. I would have no fucking clue, to be honest. But <laughs> Shane, do you do much lamb? Because I know like every, in the big superstores here, everything is like uh, New Zealand lamb or New Zealand rack of lamb. Oh, yeah. People like lamb here. I don't like it. No? Is it too gamey or? Uh, yeah, like I always find it quite fatty. Like just, I don't know. And then you what get about, like the lamb, 
that's the one that comes in like the lex of the wrecks of lamb eh? what about what about like fillets he never he, he or for example like you know pieces pieces of lamb oh yeah like if it comes like cut up and like little pieces yeah but usually yeah. i just do beef and chicken for example like some stores here are like you know they are like selling like in, in you know you have the a package and you have like a pieces for example of beef of uh, lamb of uh, chicken of uh, turkey and so on right so you can for example mix things up and you know i always like try to like grab some beef some lamb and you know put everything on the grill or uh, or let's say on the pan and just like you know few minutes stir fry Boom. yeah i mean i'm just chicken and beef bro very rarely beef it's mostly chicken would you eat a blobfish this is found off the coast of new zealand as well i can tell you that like man i don't spend much time in the fish section but i don't think i've seen that there <laughs> I don't, yeah, they probably don't harvest this and sell it. It is. Because we have like, uh, at supermarkets, we have like a meat, uh, your typical meat section of like chicken, beef. We have like some turkey, but not often. It's usually chicken, beef, lamb. And then we have like a whole seafood section and you can, they've got like trays of like just fish <laughs> that are caught, yeah. like fresh fish. And then I think it's like, is it squid? Maybe squid there. It's just like a range of fish. It looks like a like a like a beach funeral home. Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, I hate the smell of it. It just grosses me out. So I don't mm -hmm. really spend much time there. But apparently that's a rare thing because I know people come to the country where you can see like a like a, what looks like a fresh fish supermarket, like mm -hmm. but actually in a major supermarket store. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't need it though. It's fucking gross. Some of those things, the, there are some weird, weird looking things in the ocean. I mean, as weird as some people can look, you go or like certain animals on land go in the in the water. There's fucked up stuff down there. Yeah, I mean, you get some pretty weird looking people there. I will admit that, especially when they start doing all kinds of enhancements to their, uh, you know, natural. You know, sometimes they need to do the enhancements. Does it make sense? Sometimes they whatever. Yeah. Uh, and get us, us cancelled. Probably so. We're offending somebody, but that's okay. Uh, Shane, there's. I was scrolling through the newsfeed a little earlier, trying to catch up with stuff. Is Naughty Boy gearing up for a bunch of releases? Because I saw a couple of news stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of them. So the first is: Do we have the full panel for Immortal? Yes. That's just that's just it. It's uh, Mito Prime and KSM. With okay, um, by hearing Robert, go to uh, you can go to their uh, yeah, the, they release they've, got, the... they've got them on social, yeah. We're That's sharing cool. them one by one rather than dropping them all at once, okay. But, um, yeah, all are KSM and yeah, I don't ever seen Mito Prime in, in, in one of theirs. I, 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 That's the old one. I don't recall yeah, no, seeing no, I was just it. Check and see what this was. I know. I haven't seen Mito Prime in anything else. No, I, I'm trying to think if have any other brands used it. 
I, I looked it up. I didn't... Block. Nothing. I don't think it's that new, to be honest. I looked right. up and they had a an NMB had a post on it from like a couple of years ago. So it's not. I don't think it's new. Well, I think it's gaining traction right now. Is what I'm, I guess. I mean, it's it's going to start being like the new kid on the block for this year. We're going to start hearing more about it. I don't think that much companies use that ingredient. To be honest, I couldn't think of any. Yeah, I searched my site and found none. <laughs> I was like, shit. So the only one I could, the only one I could find was yeah them themselves and another one and in, in the life pack. Yeah. But yeah, they it's got this. Expensive. But it just shows, it just shows that you know. With two ingredients, you can make a pretty, uh, pretty cool formula, right? The 800 milligram dose is interesting because I think most of the studies just use around 600. Yeah, yeah man. I don't know Why if they've gone up to 900 or 1200. I've seen you know, some. I've seen one. I've seen some at 12. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some at 12. Some of the studies you're saying, or some supplements that go that high? Sup supplements. Okay. But it's never like, it's never a supplement where it's got a handful of ingredients and KSM's in there at one point too. It's usually just KSM and a few things around it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the other one, Turkey and Laxo. Oof. That's, that's just calling my name. When I saw the, the formula, I was like, it has Lucas name all around it. Yeah. Laxo. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't done a, a muscle builder either, so it's um... yeah. Yeah, I'm hope. I wonder are they they're putting biop. Okay, yeah, that was gonna say. I hope they're putting biop yeah. in there or something, just to enhance. Just because all of those ingredients have pretty shitty bioavailability, so you're gonna need something in there. Um, if you wanted to do like a liposome, but that's or you know a cyclodextrin, that but that's. Those ingredients are already expensive, and doing that those kind of complexes makes it exorbitantly expensive. If we are on a topic on Turk Shane, I wanted to ask you about your update. Maybe you can you can give us some some. This thing's a mysterious little bitch. What do you mean? Because like again, I'm still going on the the on the basis that it adds like it's. Like, I, I don't feel any different. I don't feel any like stronger. I don't feel any like more recovered. Mm -hmm. But I'm as lean as I was at whatever 210 pounds. But I'm 213 on the scale. And for the life of me, I could not budge that that number to like it's it's it's, it's tracking back down as I was trying to lose weight. But like it's just weird that you can look like you would, but you're one or two kilos heavier. Like you, you feel a little like fuller as well, which I think gives the illusion of leanness, but it's just, it's just this weird thing. It's like almost like a re re recomp supplement. Yeah. Like it just, you just, I wouldn't say you put on muscle cause I know that's not true, but it just feels like your body's just fuller. And that, I think that can make you look as lean as you did it like 94, 95 kilos, but you're on the scale, you're like 96, 97. So. I think it has this uh, kind of like a water loss supplement, but before I kind of do a review, what I'm going to do is I'm cycling off, well not cycling off, I'm just stopping it for um, two to three weeks. And then I'm going to go back on for another month. And I'm also going to give it to my friend for a month because 
if it is like like I said, like some sort of lean recomp thing, then I should better see a drop and then a jump back up. But if I don't, then I'm just gonna think maybe it was actually just me. Um, cause like I like if it can do what it's what it did again, then that's pretty kind of that's kind of cool. I I can like it's as beneficial to me as a a water loss supplement. Being a kilo or two heavier and being leaner is something probably people would very much appreciate. And like with creatine, mass moves mass. So two kilos could obviously also help lift weights in the gym when you've got extra bit of weight behind you. But it's, 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 I'm not a hundred percent like sure that's it. So like I said, if I come off for a few weeks and then go back on, there should be a very clear difference i should notice when i come off and i should notice when i come go back on and if it can't repeat the effects then i'm probably going to think more or less it might have been nothing so it's just the the results aren't like a hundred percent convincing where it might not be that it might just be me so we'll find out you know what's the funny thing is like I'm listening to this and I'm I'm like going over like all the Turkesteron conversations and stuff like that. So uh, for the past couple of days, I decided, <laughs> especially since uh, we had a little chat in our group, I decided to like devote a little free time to researching this shit as much as I can. Guys, you realize that the bodybuilders who are using all kind of substances and you realize that the real people, if they are listening to us, like, you know, the knowledgeable people, uh, you realize that they are laughing or, or they ask us off or about this because it's bullshit. I mean, plain and simple, let's call it reality what it is. Number one, I called people in Russia to connect me with people we have right now in Azerbaijan about Turkestron from Azerbaijan. And it's very, very reliable sources. I talked to Robert about it. So Turkestron in Azerbaijan <coughs> is a pure myth. It doesn't exist, plain and simple. And like I said, this is from very, very, very reliable sources. It doesn't exist. It's, uh, it's made up. It's made up by somebody who is doing marketing. Number two, comparing Turkestron to creatine that is so widely studied and so widely researched and there is so much information about it. I, I mean, it's a fucking joke. I'm sorry. Just, I mean, listening to it is like my, my mind is just going all over the place. It's a pure marketing. We've been through it through salmon DHEA. We've been through it through all these compounds that plain and simple don't work. The fluctuations of a kilo or two, they purely based on what you ate that day, the amount of sodium that you took. Uh, your body can fluctuate uh, based on so many variables that it's insane. None of this puts on size. None, none, of, none of it works. You know, and that's the reason why so many people that are actually doing research coming out on YouTube and stuff like that and saying, you know, this is fucking insect product. I mean, that's all it is. It doesn't convert to hormones. How can you put on muscle? You put on muscle because you're genetically gifted, because you have higher testosterone levels in your body, maybe naturally, if you're really, really lucky, uh, lucky, there is a product called Andriol. Has ever anyone ever heard about a product called Andriol? So Andriol is an actual oral, oral testosterone. It's prescription medication widely available in European pharmacies. And it's the only legit oral testosterone medication that is a by prescription only. It's 
240 milligram, I believe, you mm -hmm. would need shitload of it. I mean, shitload of it to actually shift your testosterone levels and actually increase them. It's the good thing about it is it doesn't metabolize through the liver. But the problem is it's so expensive that if you get it on the black market, it's just not going to be worth any money because it just doesn't work. So you realize this is actual testosterone. But because you take it in oral form, your liver breaks it down. And like Robert said, you know, these compounds, certain compounds, they don't metabolize because, uh, you know, of certain issues. It doesn't convert to tes testosterone. It doesn't raise your testosterone. And it's a prescription, which is basically, you know, approved by sort of FDA top of governing, bo governing bodies all over, the, all over Europe and all over the world. It's a very popular product, but it still doesn't work. And it's an actual human grade testosterone product. It just doesn't work. You know, the protein synthesis and all that, it comes from food. It comes from certain supplements that hormonally can increase uh, your androgens level and your testosterone levels in your body, as well as to an extent estrogen levels. It's all, yeah, it's all science that is available. It's available. You can't compare like testosterone to like hormones. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not comparing, Lucas, I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing at all. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. That's the bottom line. It doesn't work. It's a placebo effect. And, you know, and even Robert and I discussed it. The evidence is there, the actually lack of evidence that it doesn't work, even at mega dosing it. It's uh, pure hype. It's pure hype. If you look at the science of it, it just okay. doesn't work. Sarms can't work, but this, you will never be able, it's in your head. Lucas, you've been working out for many, many, many years. Can you really say that your body has changed so tremendously muscle-wise that you actually measured your, and you can attribute it to trochesterone? You won't be able to. There is a reason why scientists are coming out, religious scientists are coming out and say, stop the hysteria and stop the hype because this shit doesn't work. It just yeah. doesn't work. Because they don't have studies, while so many people have have used it, and the results are just speaking by itself. Exactly, you know, they, they are. Like right you know, now, uh, uh, well, the, the the science is actually there. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. It doesn't. It doesn't work at all. There is no, no. science about it. It doesn't yeah, there's, work. There's no yeah. science. There's no human studies on turkesterone yet taken yes. orally. So, Correct. Robert, and, no. and you know very well it's not going to work. It's gonna be another. It's a, it's gonna be another because it doesn't it doesn't increase hormonal levels in the body. The body's growth from what from training, from nutrition, and from supplementation. But supplementation comes from hormonals. It's hormonal. You have people. You have people like you know. You talk to Dorian Yates, for example. He will tell you in his career, and we're talking about a guy who was fully loaded on drugs. He didn't deny it, and in a whole year, pure body weight. He said he would be successful, extremely successful, if he put on five pounds of muscles. He called it a huge, huge success. And we're talking about using calories on top of calories of food to fuel his body. We're talking about a person who would religiously take naps and make sure that his body fully recovers. We're talking of a person with training methods that are, you know, legendary, so to speak. Obviously, phenomenal genetics to respond not to necessarily training, but responding to drugs. If you look at bodybuilders who are actually stopping using drugs, right? 
drugs, so let's call them performance enhancers or pharmaceuticals, whatever you want. If you look at them, look what happens to guys that are stopping the use of them. Do you, and, and some of them train extremely hard. I have guys Cicerino coming to the gym on a daily basis. He trains his ass off. He trains his, he, tra he trains exactly the same as he was training when he was obviously using a lot more stuff. And his body is nowhere near the same. Who do you think he doesn't want to gain weight? He's still using more than Turskesteron. And if you ask him, he's going to go like, what are you talking about? And, and that's the thing, like, look at, look at bodybuilders who are training after they retired. Look at Dexter Jackson. Dexter Jackson is half his size after a year of not competing, if not more. But when you look at him at the gym, he's still methodical about his training. He's still methodical about his diet. He's still methodical about everything, and he still has superior genetics, and he's still using TRT because obviously he's using it for life. When you use TRT, that's 200 milligram of testosterone on average that is prescribed. This is all facts. None of it is bullshit. None of right. What does this have to do? Let's get back to turkesterone. Now, hold on, hold on a second. Let me finish, please. I listen to you guys. You can give me the same respect. I'm just we are, Robbie, but Yeah, but I'm not going to be part of, of telling bullshit. We're selling bullshit. Number one, we don't have. You said there is no human studies. There's not going to be human studies. Nobody's going to do it. This is another, this is another hormone. So it's based on anecdotal reports. None of it works. It just doesn't. And the people who actually do use some kind of research and know where the product is coming from, they're disputing those claims, rightfully so including Dave Palombo, including people that actually do know, people releasing it purely because of money. That, that's it. There's th there stuff that works, like really, really works. And you have to attribute it. Like protein powders, they work just to get you enough protein to grow your body. But it's not exactly an anabolic steroid. It's not something that's going to hormonally improve you. You still have to train. You have to do all this. Lexogenin. Like, I mean, let's not be fucking like Robert, you said, like, what does it have to do? You're the first one who is not a big fan of Lexogen. And why aren't you a fan of it? Because it's, it's not that great. It's got terrible bioavailability. Exactly. It exactly. It does. It does. It's a hyped up product. And if you remember Lexogen and when it came out on the market two, three, five years ago, everybody was. Do you remember what they called it? Well, they were they were trying to compare it to Anavar and exactly protein synthesis by two thousand percent. Exactly, that that's my that, that's exact my point. You know what? Because it was in theory, somebody came up with something that just doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. I'm, you know what? If something, if some, if there's going to be a concrete evidence, I'll be the first one to say, guys, I apologize. You know what? I didn't know this fucking thing is phenomenal. But we don't have human studies. It's anecdotal reports. And we, again, we're selling shit to people because we are selling, because people are listening to us. We are selling shit to them. We're promoting something that is not proven to work. That's the bottom line. So why did you add... We're, we're not promoting it. Lucas and... No, no, no. We are, we, 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 no. we are promoting it, Robert. Because when somebody says that there is a possible a kilo or two, or somebody says how great the product is, and it comes from Azerbaijan, and when you actually reach out to Azerbaijan, to people to actually manufacture over there, an actual manufacturing facility, and the first thing they say, like, it's a complete fucking joke. It doesn't exist over there. It's complete bullshit that somebody made up. Complete. And I no it was direct conversation with people from Azerbaijan that happened on Thursday. I went out of my way to make sure through Russia 
to through our distributor over there to my partner to get to actually plant in azerbaijan in baku that actually have a plant and they have all the ingredients available to them just like you have them here in the country and i was like okay guys you like can you explain to me i would like some data on azerbaijanian turkestron and that they were like come again what are you talking about i'm like turkestron yeah we heard about it it's like uh, you know the new thing and right now that everybody's talking about it yeah i said but i mean from what i understand you have the purest form they're like no we don't they said like most of our ingredients we get just like everybody else from china you know korea pure from germany and whatnot so somebody made up a lie a lie to make it sound just about very, like very the cool. purity of azerbaijan you know there's no such thing as pure pure turkestron or purity turkestron in azerbaijan it doesn't exist Oh, okay. So you mean like it could come from like they get they just get it from somewhere else though? They, they, they don't. They don't even fucking like if they get through Castron, they're gonna get it through China just like everybody else. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is no. I such thought you thing. meant they said that their Turkestron sucked. I was like, no, 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 no. no they I said, see what you mean. I, 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 yeah, no, no, you're right. Uh, I have to rephrase it, I guess. I oh no, no, no! I get what you mean. I was just, I was yeah, just like, I was like, guys, I do you have like that. a super purity, like you know, ninety-nine percent kind of like you know, the Germans claim that claim that they create purists, the purest the German yeah. yeah, and and that's what I implied. I was like, yeah, I would like to know. I wasn't like making fun of them or anything like that. I was like just doing research. I said I would like to understand, and perhaps even if it's so pure and there is some data behind it, I would like to get it. And they like, well, we'll be more than happy to sell it to you. We'll get it from China and fucking sell it to you. And you can put made in Azerbaijan if you want. You know, we had a good laugh about it. It was a good conversation for about 40 minutes. But it just the bottom line is, is like what I'm trying to say is, is that, listen, if there is something that works, it's great. It's phenomenal. You know, we actually, you know, remember we talked about it and Usain brought it up about innovation in the supplement industry in the past 10 years or something like that. If something works, it's great because we would love to get some innovation. We would like to get some ingredients that actually make a difference and make products better. But you know what? Everything is blown so much out of proportion and so so many lies are out there that are spread. And I'm not saying by us or not even necessarily by brand owners, but maybe whoever sells it to them, that it's like it's it's fucking crazy. But the truth is, the body mechanics when it comes to muscle growth are very, very, very simple. They're very simple. There is nothing complicated about it. We know that why, you know, the natural guys, they don't look like there is a certain guy who claims to be natural. I'm not going to say who he is because everybody knows him. But when I looked at him, I was like, holy shit, you know what? Fucking your elbows like fucking six inches out of where they're supposed to be. And everybody who knows anything knows why his elbows look the way they do but he's going around telling everybody that he is lifetime natural and he's natural and he's natural and people believe it i mean some people at least do you know it's just like where's the limit how far can it go you know sarms people are saying that they not that they don't work that there is no evidence about them working where actually the funny thing is is that there is enough evidence about sarms that they do work and there is thousands and thousands of people who've used them and it is a modulator and it does work with the, where it's lacking though it's lacking about safety where it's lacking about is the long-term side effects that i agree with you know that i wholeheartedly agree that there is like lacking information but you know some are illegal so it's a completely different situation but, but it, it's true like so janin i kind of like it but you know what? And to be honest with you, I was the first one to say Lexagen. And I mean, it seems like it's a cool ingredient. Robert, remember we had this conversation. 
you were the first one to tell me like, oh, okay, let, let's not push it. It's not that great. And I even like tried to argue with you like, are you serious? Like it's such a great ingredient. We had that conversation two or three years ago yes. and, and you actually showed me evidence. Like, listen, it's right in front of you. The bioavailability and the data is just not there. This is not a fucking Anavar. It's nowhere near Anavar, you know, it's just blown up and try to go and buy Lexogenin as an ingredient. That shit is so fucking expensive. It's crazy. Why do you do the, the branded laxosterone one? Yeah. Oh, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Let's let Lucas get in. I know he's been chomping at the bit to say something. <laughs> so. ah, I'm not going to say anything more. He has already said everything. Oh, no, go ahead. I mean, it's, it, you know, if, if you got a different viewpoint on it, let's let's get it out and, and discuss it. <sighs> to me, it's just like, uh, it's a completely mixing things up because, like, first of all, we are talking about supplements and not like a formal, you know, products. So, tercosterone is not is not even like affecting hormones. So, saying that you know it will like boost your hormonal levels or something like this is like a pure bullshit, and no one says that. So that's that's the first thing. Second thing is that you will never find any like research, especially human, because there is no funding and no one who will will do those kind of things. And you can say it exactly the same about like laxosterone, laxogenin, all all these compounds because like people don't give a fuck about you know testing this, testing them up. If there will be like a you know a millionaire that will like put a money on the table and say okay you can do a research and maybe someone will do it, but you know there's like a a small percentage of people that will like you know even even will be you know even be interested in, in doing doing this kind of procedures so that's, that's, that's the whole that's the whole thing and, and you know what the funny thing is lucas is that i wholeheartedly agree with you my give me, just give me just give me yeah go, go ahead sorry now some say because my english is, is is super bad so i can that's like, not true shut up your english is fine yeah but as far as like you know comparing it for example you mentioned SARMs, right there is no fucking evidence that SARMs are like are good for for humans and they are like backed by you know researchers or anything. That's like not that. true. That's not yeah, true. SARMs are studied studied for pharmaceutical companies for human yeah. purposes. Yeah, hold on. But you know, as far as like you know, but you you said you said it you said it uh, you said it after like many many companies been studied SARMs first on animals right and then some some of them use them for you know medis, medi, medicinal purposes right so for example like diseases in humans such as like i don't know like cancer or things like that right but as far as like you know pure hypertrophy anabolic you know responses and so on like no one gives a fuck about that and many people that use SARM said it straight away these fuckers work, and you can definitely even compare them to steroids. So you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that you know SARMs don't work, and I also wouldn't say that like stuff like Turk or Laxogenin doesn't work. If if it wouldn't work, then you wouldn't have that much you know results in in, in people that are like posting stuff on on socials and so on. Of course, I, I totally understand that. You know, some people can overhype this, 
and let's say you know that that some brands that are jumping on this wagon just to grab some some cash flow I fully, I fully agree with that but you know what i've been i've been using turk i've been using as my mom was using as when when she was when she was on her chemotherapy and you know for me and for my mom it worked i don't know how but it worked i i can i can i can show i can show you i can show you my progress since i started using it and you know some some would say oh you're you're a fucking uh you know hater or or you're no, not at all not at you all know. you're not no nothing nothing like that i'm just no. saying from my perspective and I had I have gained uh, some really good results in it, and that's why that's why I'm a believer, and that's why I'm I'm promoting and saying, just try it. Well, here is the thing, and everything that you said, I actually I actually agree with you. I don't disagree, but when it comes to SARMs, don't forget that the number one what it stands for is androgen modulators. That's what they are. That's already yeah. you know. And there is there is there was actually substance uh, substantial research that is done for medical purposes like you said the yeah. reason why it was not approved there was only one reason why it wasn't wasn't approved it's because of you know typically fda takes years of research and uh you know they couldn't prove the safety and you know obviously they nobody wants to get a lawsuit or anything like that and then even though considering that uh you know certain uh SARMs, um you know, it wasn't proven that they cause cancer or anything like that. But because in mega dosing with rats, it seemed like it's causing cancer. That's the reason why they kind of put a stop to it. I'm not going to say that, uh, you know, that SARMs are all that. You know, some people are comparing them to steroids, which is obviously bullshit. But there is something to it in terms of like it is androgen modulators. And there was actually substantial research that has been done. One or two of them, I believe, were even very, very close to being approved if i'm not mistaken you know i could be mistaken um the thing is is that i look at turkesterone like this you know i mean uh i didn't compare it to steroids it's not the it's not the case i'm not going to comparing it to androgen modulator either what i do see is is that i see a lot of misinformation i do see a lot of misinformation i do see a lot of uh i would say even misleading and uh and lies thrown around by by brands and promising things that are just simply not even necessarily not true but just not proven they're not proven you know i mean everybody you know if you're gonna go and you're gonna purchase a car right you know what there is such a thing as like uh test safety where they they testing safety on a car and that's actually very very important because obviously that's very important to you you want to make sure that you're getting a safe car you want to make sure that you know it's uh it's safe against crash or something like that and it's uh, or safer so to speak this one is not proven we had throughout the years we had hmb we had uh, um, glutamine we had uh, laxogenin we had so many so-called promising supplements or ingredients and they are promising in a way that people were over hyping and creating stories that this one is made from African tree somewhere in Zimbabwe and some fucking elephant shit on it. And all of a sudden it's like the greatest thing ever. And this one's been used in China for fucking 10 centuries and, you know, can get your dick harder than Viagra. I mean, we're getting claims like that over and over and over and over again. And that is something that is definitely, you know, when we're charging people money for supplements, 
we're charging them for a promise to get better results. You know, I mean, that's what they're paying for. Uh, and there's just not enough evidence on a lot of ingredients. And I'm not talking about orchestron as is. I'm talking about a lot of other things. You've been training for many, many years, you know, and your body doesn't change un uh, unless it's more body fat or less body fat. But in terms of muscle growth, it's not like you're constantly, constantly growing. And then you're going to have somebody who's going to jump on a quick fucking anavar testosterone cycle. And in three months, is going to blow your fucking results out of the water. Doesn't matter the fact that you're eating very clean. Doesn't matter that you're training uh, religiously. Doesn't matter that, uh, you know, you're very committed to the life lifestyle he's still gonna blow you out of the water which is unfair and then as soon as he's done doing what he's doing he's gonna look worse than you but probably i you know me i train for for life for many many years and i'm in the best shape of my life right now so i'm seriously i'm i'm being serious and i'm not just bragging no, i believe you i believe you I dropped, I dropped a lot of weight, and I also like recomp a lot. My body has changed a lot, a lot, and I see veins, you know, all over my body. It's it's hard for me to sit right now on my ass because I don't have fat on my ass, bro. But but be honest, your diet is also perfect, and you're training very hard too. Yes, but what I what I only did was I incorporated turk. And basically, and that, that was basically it, man. So that's why that's why I'm just saying, if you want, you know, to test it out, try it on yourself. But I totally agree with you on one aspect: sourcing is a important thing, and people need to understand that because nowadays, like ninety percent of brands are jumping on this bandwagon. And they are like releasing product that is based on testosterone. Well, it's not. Ninety percent of the of the products are not including testosterone. The the good the good ingredient. And again, you know what? And again, I probably will agree with you because I've seen people who are using it and calling it junk. So perhaps yes. they were using something that is either underdosed or just bad, bad purity. I mean, it's very very possible. Correct, brother, and that's. That's, that's the exact same situation that is applied to other ingredients, like testosterone, uh, glutamine, and so on. Oh, and you can go in and, even and say that about fucking beta alanine. I mean, anything is possible. Correct. correct. I had, I had a, uh, a friend, and he's telling me that, you know, oh, I'm taking five grams of glutamine, and it's not working on my recovery. And I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. But here, here's a question for you. Why, why did he say that? Because he got that information from somewhere or from somebody that said that glutamine is going to help him with his recovery. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. This, but he's right. The thing is that he's mixing up the research because glutamine has no impact on recovery. It has a really good uh, immuno, uh, immune support, you know, uh, effect. And also, it it helps with the with the, with the, with the gut, with digestion, and so on. So, if you, for example, I take twenty grams of glutamine per day, but not my, for the same reason, not for the recovery. Yes, of course. Yeah, that, and that's the, that's the thing. People don't understand the research, and 
I fully agree with you when you say there is a fucking misinformation out there because there is. And people are like claiming stuff that it's that it's not true. And that's why we have this podcast here and we can say whatever we want. Exactly. You know what? I'll give you two examples. Two supplement store owners, right? Two different ones. One of them just recently asked me about Enigma and he said how great the product is and how much he loves it and how much he sells it. Everything was great. And he goes to me, he says, I hope you're not changing the formula. I said, well, actually, you know, I'm considering it. I just don't know whether it's going to be 22 or 23. Now, listen to this. And he goes to me, what do you want to do? I'm like, eh, I'll make like a little tweaks and a little changes. I said, one of the things, because I was very honest about it. I said, I'm thinking about taking out glutamine out of it because I don't feel you need to, like, look, I'm, I'm criticizing myself right now. I said, I don't feel that glutamine really belongs in that formula. I, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I don't think it's like really adds anything to that formula itself. Do you know what he told me? He, he told me, he says, you can get anything out of that formula. Aminos, he says, whatever you want, but do not touch glutamine because glutamine is everything for recovery. I will, I, I'm looking for him at him and my jaw drops. This is the guy who owns a supplement store. He sells supplements and it wasn't like he was bullshitting me. He was 100% convinced that he's right. I didn't get into argument with him or anything. I just questioned him again. I was like, you think gluten is the main ingredient in Enigma? He goes to me, oh, 100%, bro, you have to keep it. He says, you can change other things around, but do not move glutamine. I'm like, okay, no problem. Now, second uh, example, there was a supplement, uh, um, a supplement store owner. He did not, uh, this was a long time ago, about five, six years ago. He didn't take our 50-50 Formula X protein into your store. Do you know the reason why? Mm. Because casein is very, very bad for you and it makes you fat. Mm. So these are the people who are selling supplements there within the industry. So a cu customer comes to the store and he's selling him this supplement. So he's telling him casein will make you fat. Or glutamine will help you with recovery. The most basic things that everybody knows but this is the industry that we have so sometimes it's ignorance but sometimes it's pure lack of knowledge yeah i agree to to to, to just to add to the turk topic i think uh i i see what both of you guys are saying because i i i like robert said if there's no scientific study yeah but then lucas is on the other fence see i've I'm sort of that person where like if you did a study on 10 people and the ingredients said that it didn't do shit and then I tried it and, and it worked and it worked not even that I would there's six seven billion people in the world 10 people is fuck all and there's a damn good chance that because then the opposite would also work because if there's a study on 10 people and it says it helps me build muscle and then I try it and it doesn't happen I'm not saying that it doesn't build muscle, but I'm just saying it doesn't do that for me. So I just do it in reverse. I'm like, just because the study says this doesn't mean that'll be the case for me and vice versa. Even if there's a study that says Turk sucks, I'm still gonna, probably going to think that I'm still going to take it. But I understand your stance as a brand. It's hard to get behind something that doesn't necessarily have like a scientific backing. But for like, that's why like, and to Lucas's point, when he said that just try Turk, to be honest, I wasn't that much of a believer because I had the Ikki Dice did dick for me. I had a two months and I just didn't, 
notice much of a change. Do you mind saying was... what brand you used? Oh fuck, I don't remember. It was like four months ago. I can okay. give. I'll get back to you. I don't know which one it was. Okay. Um, what was it? At least a good brand. Do you think? It was a brand I knew. Okay. Because I know that it came. I got a. I got a deal with someone. Um, Cute. Anyway. Huh? No, no, no. Oh, maybe it was. It was two different brands. I had one, one from one from the other, and I had one one month and one the other. So that I was kind of like. I remember we talked about you. Yeah, but so yeah, like for me, it's, and that's kind of like, um, like for Turk. And I saw a video on YouTube, and people were saying like, there was a video about how it su Turk sucked, and I was like, so I watched it, and the comments were basically people just saying, like, just try it. Because it's hard to sort of, because you can't argue if you don't have scientific evidence. And I completely understand that. But the thousands of people that have, tens of thousands probably, that have said that it actually does something, I'm like, maybe there is something to it. So I took it and I saw a leap. And I'm kind of like Lucas. I can tell when something's off. And I'm not saying it's hormonal at all. Because like I said, if I have like a test booster, I'll notice when I'm like, my dick's hard. I'll notice when I'm like feeling stronger or I'm mentally driven better. But that's not this, not even close. I just feel there's something in that recomp area. I'm not stronger. I just look a little bit fuller. And I don't know what the fuck it is. That's just my experience. But that's why I'm sort of, like I said, I'm going to cycle off four weeks. And theoretically, just to I should drop. I should drop. And then I should jump back on it. And then I should go up again, theoretically. True. Or if I don't drop and then I jump on and I jump up even more, just to test the theory. But... I'm sorry to interrupt I would, you. Will you be using the same brand? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay. not going to swap. Okay. Just, I mean, that would kind of ruin the, the but like, it, it was just too coincidental for me that Lucas reported the exact same kind of thing that I was noticing. And I was like, that's far too fucking weird. And I know it's not muscle. I'm not going to gain a kilo of muscle in a yeah. month. That's ridiculous. I just thought that there was something to it. And, but if someone took it and they were like, I didn't see shit. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, that's the case for me. Like I remember craze back in the day from driven sports. I didn't feel that at all, but I know people that lit their nuts on fire for that thing. And it's the same with other stims and other pre-workouts and, or even to the extent of when you see a bodybuilder and he's like, ah, oh, I do bicep curls like this to build my bicep. I can do bicep curls like that. And my bicep's still going to look like a sausage. It's I, still going to suck. I agree with that. So for me, it's just both of you guys are right. Robert's not wrong for not agreeing with it because there's no scientific evidence. That makes complete sense. But I'm like, I'm a little bit like Lucas where it's like, well, if there's enough people saying it and I try it and it has a noticeable effect, even God himself comes down and tells me that Turk is bullshit. I'm going to say, fuck you. It worked for me. Even if it's placebo, even if it is placebo, nothing, any money you spend that even if it's in your head that makes you a kilo leaner and fuller, Damn, I'd pay that every day, even if it was shit. But like, that's why I'm just trying to, and the best you can do is keep your variables to the minimum. Same with the study. The study could have these variables too, but all I need to do is personally keep them to a minimum. And if it's enough for me to believe in it, then I'm probably going to buy it for the rest of my life. But I think it's, like I said, I can understand how someone would put on a kilo like I might have in two or three weeks. And then be like, holy fuck, I gained a kilo of muscle. But I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think you can... But I can see how someone might have taken it. And if they got similar results to me, 
they may think that they actually built a kilo of muscle because it has that nice illusion of you feeling fuller all day. It's not like a, it doesn't turn off, you just feel full whole day. I can see how people would tell their friend, but like, bro, I gained a kilo of muscle on this and it's lean muscle. And then he tells the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And then I can get that. And I think that might lead to why the hype might be a bit too much. Because if it does sort of have something in that realm, it's not really a muscle builder. It's only really a muscle builder in the sense that it gives you extra weight to help build more muscle, but it's not like actually making the muscle. So I can see both points and I completely, I think it's two different mindsets. Like how you said that Lucas wouldn't spend so-and-so money on a maybe. I'd spend 50 bucks on a maybe product every day of the week. That's just me. But I think that people, there are people like Robert and they make perfect sense. Like if I saw a banana no, I, and it I, said I, that I, it could poison me. Everything you said is 100% true, and I, I couldn't agree more. Well, you, you actually touched up on something that is very, very, that kind of triggered another question. Um, you said muscle building, right? So sometimes we get these uh, muscle building. Yeah, we get it. We get yeah. it mixed up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The muscle building <laughs> formulas, I'm, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, pills or something like that that make outrageous claims or anything like that. I'm talking about a muscle building uh like, you know, powder that has a lot of shit in it, uh, a lot of carbs and a lot of everything. A gainer. Like a gainer, correct. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, sometimes they call it a gainer, sometimes they call it a muscle builder, right? And if I've you look at that. it, yeah, if you look at it, it says, and I actually like what you said, gainer. If somebody said a gainer, trust me, I'm not going to have a fucking... Yeah, I, I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I would have no problem with that because... It doesn't know, build muscle, it gives you yeah, the nutrients but it, but to potentially did, build muscle. But people can, people can assume that if they drink this, that they build muscle yes. without doing anything. I yeah. get, that's you know, kind of like why I like to distinguish thing. it. Yeah. And, and, and everything you said is correct, 100%. agree totally. You, you got exactly what I was trying to say. Here is the problem. I have uh, this somebody that comes to the gym and uh you know, i have a lot of those obviously but he's been using one of those want to call them gainers i like gainers. To call them gainers weight weight but, gain is another good one yeah weight gainer is a perfect fucking word for it i believe twin lip used to make fucking huge fucking yeah. 10 or 20 fucking bags muscle muscle juice 2544 so anyway this kid uh is um that was a while ago he comes to the gym um a couple of years ago and he's been using that so he was buying fucking bags of that shit and he's been using it and i, right know. In, I know right, where this is going <laughs> right in front of my eyes the kid is getting huge i mean huge i mean ridiculous and he would always come up to me yeah, I've been using this powder. I'm not going to say what brand because it's a shit brand, you know, but I'm using this muscle builder. He didn't call it a fucking gator. He called it a muscle builder. I'm using this. Man, this shit works. Man, this shit works. Now, keep in mind, the only thing I see is his face. I see his body is big, but his face is like fucking like a fat bastard. <laughs> Just, it's insane. Then he comes to me because I used to judge NPC shows and whatnot, and he comes to me and he goes to me, you want to have a look at me, he says, like, about my progress? And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, sure, no problem. Fucking Don't take forget me. the tan. Yeah. The, the, it takes the clothes off. And you can, I mean, you can obviously imagine what I see. I just see a big pile of fat. I mean, it's just fucking. Grimace. He, he looks disgusting. And he's posing <laughs> and he's hitting poses and he's fucking lats. He's crunching abs. But all you see is a fucking fat gut. You don't see a, even remotely anything that would resemble an app, you know. 
So he goes to me, and he goes to me, he goes, what do you think? <laughs> Buckets. Yeah, and I'm, look, <laughs> and, and, and I'm looking at him, I was like, uh, what, do you, what, what do you mean? He goes to me, do you see changes in me? And I, trust me, you know what, if I can avoid being a dick, I'll try. So I'm like, you're bigger. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I see you're bigger. So he goes to me, like, good size, right? Good mass. I'm like, uh, depends how you look at it. And we're like, you know, it, it depends. Just be like, there's mass. You know, you're big. He goes to me, and he goes, I put on like 30 or 40 pounds or whatnot. You know, he's huge. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. So, so he goes to me, this product is legit. I don't even know if we had a pound nutrition back then. I, I don't remember. But he goes to me, this product is amazing. This product is easy. So he goes to me, do you think I can compete in 12 weeks? I don't know. He might have been able to. And, 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 and the first thing that came to mind. and You're not going to win. You can beat. No, no, no. Robert, it was a lot worse. You know no, what he'll I mean? get on stage. I don't know if he's going to be able to compete I, I, in the same stage. No, my answer was worse. I was like 12-week prep. He goes to me, yeah. I said, what, what year? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes uh, to me. He goes to me in three months. I was like, "No," I said, "You're not gonna be ready." He goes to me, "Why?" I said, "Because you're fat." I said, "You're very fat." I said, "You're seriously overweight." He goes to me, "Well, the product." So you know what? I I try to explain to him, like, "Listen, the product that is you that you're using is just garbage. Shitload of calories. You might as well go and eat McDonald's if you want or something like that, because this is garbage." He goes to me. My coach told me to use it. It's a good muscle build, uh, weight, uh, no, muscle builder. It's a good muscle builder. And I was like, okay. So I said, who's your coach? I said, I'm just out of curiosity. So he shows me this fucking Instagram of a coach. Guess what? Can anyone guess? Jay Cutler. I don't know. No, 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 not the name. <laughs> the connection. Can you put two and two together? Supplement use a sponsored athlete. Exactly. Uh... You know, so, you know, I mean, that's like, the fuck is going on? You know, I mean, I understand the kid was stupid, but that's the problem. And then, you know, just recently, there was somebody who came to the gym. And again, he's been going to the gym. The kid works very hard. He trains his ass off. <laughs> he, he hires a coach. He has a coach. And then he fucking takes his uh, shirt off and he goes to me, I'm competing in seven weeks. Now, he looks more like he's 17 weeks out, not seven. Um. <laughs> yeah, I tried. You know, you're trying not to be mean. But but, yeah, but, 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 but here is here is the thing. So the guy goes, my coach put me on a low carb diet. He says, like, I'm seven weeks out, I'm on a low carb diet. Um, yeah, do you know what his low carb diet is? In the morning, five hundred. Two bagels in the morning. Hmm. Ba bagels. It's, we're not even talking like like the good shit. Two bagels. Then he has two bagels post workout. I'm like, I was like, that, that's your seven weeks out low carb. I said, I'm scared to ask, what is your high carb day? Is three yeah. bagels? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm something tells me four, but, four buckets. That is a sweet, sweet diet. I tell you that. Yeah, but muscle builder, you know what? I've seen on a lot of uh, does optimal nutrition bag has muscle builder or weight gainer? It's, it says, they, it's yeah, they're just called serious mass. Serious mess. I mean, yeah, some companies have muscle builder for sure. I definitely saw it. You know, but yes, it's that, I, 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 I know, I know exactly what you mean because it's one of those things where like a brand will be like, 
This is it, It's kind of like creatine. Like if you take creatine and you sit down and you don't do anything, it's not going to do much. But if you utilize it and go to work in the gym, you will build muscle. So in essence, it is a muscle builder. And I guess again, it's in the same way. Like if you take it and you pair it with your workout and you, but there's got to be an understanding. Like if you're a hundred pound kid and you're taking 2000 calorie gain in post-workout, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to use that. And if you don't eat for the rest of the day, you're really not going to use it. So I think there has to be an understanding to go with it, but I get what you mean because I see comments on my site left all the time. It'll be like some guy from like the Middle East, just be like, oh, I was 150 pounds. I've been taking this gainer twice a day and I'm 140 pounds. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing wrong, bro, but you're doing something wrong. This, that doesn't add up. And, you know what? But like, there's got to be an understanding to it, I think, especially with that kind of stuff. Bro, 90% of people in the gym are tr training like pussies. That's, that's, true. that's, 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 that's true. the bottom line. So, and they think that, you know, they can train for, let's say, half an hour. And after half an hour of like bullshitting, sitting on their phone, texting, Instagramming, saying that they are in the gym and they are like lifting mm. weights and they're getting jacked as fuck. And after 30 minutes, they trying to gulp uh, a mass gainer or mass builder, as Robbie preferred to, which has, let's say, 2000 calories. And a good day. Because a scoop, because a scoop is like a fucking shovel, you know, yeah. or or they put like a full entire bucket into into their 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 shaker, shake it up and try to like go up two thousand calories in one go, you know, and they think they will grow from that. That that's just bullshit, you know, and that's that that is that is what we we were t saying, you know, earlier about the you know the this faking fake marketing. That's the thing. That puts people into like this deep, deep shit hell, shit, shit hole. When you know brands are like saying, "Oh, take this bucket or take that bag," and you know put on some like quality muscle. Fuck no. He might They're have not... put on some muscle. You don't know. He probably put on some. There had to have been some <laughs> the muscle. Layers, the layers and layers. If he put on that. forty pounds of weight, it's got to be some of it. Like maybe a pound. There has yeah. to be some muscle. But then if you obviously cut, it'd probably take it all away. But still, there's got to be some in there. But, but you know what? Like Lucas said, there is still a lot of misconception and there is still, still a lot of lack of knowledge despite all the data that we have. And actually, one of the questions that I was asked recently, and uh, I think that this is actually a great question for the panel here. Uh, maybe Robert can go a little bit deeper into this. But, uh, you know, we always say, like, you know, about science and about research and about, uh, you know, uh, medical research and whatnot and uh one of the most researched ingredients are obviously creatine i mean there is so much fucking research and knowledge and everything however creatine still has a reputation and um one athlete who is getting ready for a show actually has another coach but for some reason asked me this question i'm not going to say what i answered um said to me um what do you think about me using creatine before you know for my contest prep because creatine is uh you know is bad for you because it makes you retain water and it's just not that good but the bottom line is and you see like lucas is shaking his head robert is shaking his head and rightfully so but the truth is is this fucking information still out there and then when you try to explain 
you know, then they go, yeah, but what about creatine HCL? And what about creatine magna power? And which one makes you retain less water? And which one is, uh, you know, won't destroy your definition and whatnot? So, I mean, care to discuss? I guess no. I just it's ignorance that's bred up in the culture. I mean, it's it's why boxing coaches still have their guys running fifteen miles, you know, before it's, it's just something that's inbred in the culture. And these people, not inbred like you're marrying your cousin, but it's like steeped into the just the culture and just it's it's ignorance that people don't understand it. Creatine does make you retain water in your muscle cell. Yeah, I mean, it's in. The sure, there might be a small fraction of individuals out there that react poorly to it and do get some GI distress, some cramping, diarrhea, bloating. Sure, maybe you can find another, you can try a different creatine supplement or just don't do it. There's other cell-saturating, hydrating agents out there like betaine, uh, taurine, you know, glycerol, even though I'm not a big fan of regular glycerol powder, but glycerin, like the liquid glycerin, yeah, that can be beneficial. Should he use it into his prep? I wouldn't load it his week of prep. I mean, I would have started it you know, eight weeks ago, eight weeks out, you just, you don't throw shit into your thing. If you're in your final week or two of prep, you don't mess with anything like that. You don't start throwing in new supplements. You don't start throwing in new sweeteners, new vegetables, anything that can distend and cause your body to flip its shit when you're in such in a chronically high stress state already. Uh -uh. Um, especially if you're a physique athlete. Now, if you're a power lifter and you're looking to like, get a little bit extra oomph, you could do the, the creatine loading like that. And that, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but as a physique athlete, don't start taking it the week that your show is there. I think that's just a recipe for disaster. Uh, Follow-up question. If you are dieting, say, you know, the typical diet that people go like either for a show or for a summer or for fucking vacation, mm -hmm. it's typically, what, 12, 16 weeks. That's the average time that people decide to diet. Yeah. And there is another misconception apart from creatine, and you probably can guess what it is, and that's sodium. People are petrified of sodium, and they go to as far as eliminating sodium from their diet because of fear of water retention. I mean, they go to extremes. And again, Lucas the Smirk says it all, and you know we're on the same page about it. But what would you say about it? Assuming you're a natural individual and not an enhanced stuff, because when you start bringing in all of these other kind of diuretics and other well, let's, uh, let's anabolic go with natural. agents. Let's go with natural. More yeah, common. yeah, because I'm saying that is uh, affects physiology on a completely different level that I have no experience with personally, and I haven't dealt into that wormhole. So we're going to put this in the context of the natural individual. Okay. As long as you aren't going one way or the other with your sodium, like you're not – gorging on it and you're not eliminating completely like you your body needs between like 300 to 500 milligrams a day at minimum just to sustain functions like optimal health wellness function all that stuff and provided you're getting enough potassium in there i don't think you need to be cutting sodium i mean cut cut the processed foods cut out the chinese that's got 6,000 milligrams of sodium in a serving of that obviously i mean you don't need to gorge on sodium but do you need to completely eliminate it from your diet to get lean no as long as you're hydrating properly with fluids and getting in enough potassium so you keep that that ratio of potassium to sodium in the, in the body since one regulates fluid inside the cell and one regulates uh extracellular fluid levels so you want to have a balance for the two and yeah I, I agree with that uh would you say there is also another two uh big arguments uh about regular salt versus being himalayan salt as well as regular water versus you know the fancy water 
you know, alkaline and all that. Uh, what would you say? Distilled, distilled, yes. Distilled would be the, the right one. What well, would you no, I mean, alkaline water is bullshit. It's not going to affect your body's pH. Your body maintains a very tight balance over your pH. So you, you ingesting this magical $8 a liter water that's been alkalized or reverse osmosis and all shit, don't. No. Distilled water has nothing in it either. Like there's no minerals in it. There's nothing. So I, I wouldn't recommend jumping on that either. Just regular water. If you want to go a bottled water that's been filtered, sure, that's fine. But don't don't get the alkaline pH shit. That uh, please don't do that. Um, and then regular salt versus pink Himalayan salt. There is a lot of hype that pink Himalayan salt is this bounty of micronutrients. There's four thousand trace minerals of it, and I'm thinking, okay, you're sprinkling this little bit of salt on there. Do you really think you're getting efficacious amounts of this mystical 300, 400, 500 trace minerals that are no? It sounds better because it's harvested from the Himalayas. It's more natural than, I guess, iodized salt. But there was a reason iodine was put in salt, you know, back 100 years ago now, because people were deficient in iodine. They weren't eating seaweed. They weren't eating kelp, um, seafood, and all those kind of things. So it was addressing a deficiency. And when you don't get enough iodine, you are going to have a fucked up thyroid, which is going to stop metabolism, is going to impair fat loss and hormone regulation, all kinds of other stuff. So, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with iodized table salt. I use both at the house, just whatever I'm grabbing that day. I'll use rock salt. I use, you know, uh, kosher salt. But no, I don't think there's any. It looks nice on a supplement label and it makes for a good story and marketing copy. No. But you, you what would the, you say in your, in your humble opinion or if you want to even go as far as saying based on science, actual science, would you call pink Himalayan salt uh, hype? Yeah. I mean, from the supplement marketing of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's hype over. I mean, it's, it's sodium. And then there's all these trace minerals that you think you're getting. It's in such infinitesimally small, insignificant quantities that it's not going to push the needle one way or the other. Okay. It's definitely overhyped, but as far as salt is life. Yeah. I like salt. Definitely. Uh, Shane, fuck. I feel like I'm interviewing. Uh, Shane, you travel a lot. Like, well, you're about to resume your travel. Well, I but fucking used to. You used to. Okay. So when you used to travel a lot, you know, you typically said to me when we had this conversation, you told me that you're about to eat the same shit on a daily basis. About average, right? More or less. That's the goal, yeah. Okay. So when you travel from country to country, I would assume that you probably as closely as possible still stay stick to the same shit. Yeah. Okay. So... Do you know do you know where I'm going with this now? No. But okay. I like the I like the excitement. Okay. So uh, would you say that you see changes in how your body reacts to the same foods but in the different countries? Oh, yes. Fucking America. God damn. For the worse or for the better. I don't really It's hard to gauge like like, dude, your chickens are huge. I've seen the size of their fucking chicken. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. But like, I don't really see, like, I don't. How many grams of to... chicken do you usually have? Approximately. Uh, 200. 200. That's uncooked. Ha, uh, okay, so disregard the carbs. I don't know what that chicken. is announces. It doesn't matter. So you're 200 of uh, chicken in New Zealand and mm. 200 chicken, 200 grams of chicken in US. Will you feel the difference? Oh. Uh, 
Well, your body, so, well, your, well, your body feel the difference. It's not so much visual, it's digestion. Okay. My shits, and I don't know why, but my shits are like the perfect log in America. Like, I don't know why, and I, I don't change anything. Just, I'll sit down, and I'll lay the perfect snake, head creeping out of the water, and it's just... And it, and it baffles me, because I eat the same shit. But then sometimes, like, I've been to countries where, like, I'll eat what I think is, like, chicken and egg and pretty straightforward, and it just... It's like Mount Vesuvius. It's like a fucking... Uh, it's, it's, it's explosive, man. It's, a, it's an eruption. And it's the weird, because it's the same... But then it still tapers off at the same time. Like, eventually, I'll come... My poos will be regular. My st- I won't feel as bloated. My stomach will be... It just feels like, like if I didn't know I was eating chicken and I just purely gauged on how my stomach felt and how my digestion was, I would have thought I ate fucking takeout the first time I eat that same food in a different country. It's weird. So you go through basically kind of like adapting period. Yeah, you eventually adapt, but like, and then I noticed in, in, and this is another weird thing, like in the US, I don't know what it is, but it's very rare to get two yolks in one egg for me in New Zealand like it just never happens I would get like a fucking tray of eggs in America and it was like every third one had two yolks and I don't know what the hell was going on I was like this and I and when I did that if it was my first egg I'd be like well not having a second egg then am I because I don't want to have too much of that but um I to be honest the best that I've felt and the cleanest and the nicest was fucking Eastern Europe I don't know what it is like maybe they actually just you know the mother out in the fields just actually raises the chicken and then i don't know kills it and then sells it at the local market but it just i don't know what it is it's just that food less distressing seems a little cleaner i don't know it just lucas you probably have a lot like of farms and like more like real organic right food yeah it's you know here in like uh, even the bigger markets are buying you know the the produce from you know local markets or local farmers and so on you know so the produce is well way cleaner i will give you like a pure example normally i'm buying like chicken breasts you know that you know from little or other like hypermarkets right so when i'm cooking the chicken it's like you know, it's it's like boiling, and it's like plenty of water is like get, getting rid rid of, right? But when I buy uh, a chicken breast from a local farmer here that you know comes every Saturday to the farmers market, bro, it's a completely different experience, and you know the meat is tender and you can't overcook it. And you know it's it's juicy, it's moist, it's so damn good. Is Same, it more expensive? A bit, but it's not that expensive. It's it, it can cost you maybe like one or two zloty, which is which is nothing, which is like maybe one dollar or something like that. But you know it's even even less than one dollar. You know, same thing with like eggs and so on. You know the the egg yolks there is like you know this this hype that you know when you crack the egg you know it's it's orangey but trust me when you eat that that kind of egg it's 
it's is is literally you know mind blowing. So yeah, I would definitely say that it makes a huge difference, you know, from from the perspective not only from taste wise, you know, but I think that from also like you know health perspective, it plays a big role. So yeah, I would I would definitely invest more money into like quality ingredients instead of like you know buying cheaper stuff you know but that's just me you know i'm not spending i'm not spending money on like clothes or anything like that i'm not bougie i'm not fancy you know so i, I honestly don't give a fuck you know about what, what no rose no pants just people course. rolling around <laughs> oh yeah man I, I'm, I'm, I'm a hoodie hoodie jogger type of a guy you know yeah like yeah the like baggy stuff I don't, I don't need the Dutch masters, you know, to, uh, to live. So, so yeah, man. Yeah. So if, if I if I want to like spend money, I always put my cash on the table as far as like quality ingredients or food wise. Yeah. Uh, last call for any comments and questions from the piano gallery. Tune in, in guys. Uh, while we <laughs> give you a few seconds to uh, let the hamster wheel circle in your brain, Logan. While we were on the subject, we're jumping back to this. I saw a study of ecdysterone causing kidney issues in rats came out in 2018. Thoughts on this? Yeah, I pulled this up uh, in the interim, Logan. Uh, it says they were comparing it versus aldosterone, which is something that is uh, responsible for eliminating water from the body and interacting with the kidneys, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it, it's a diuretic. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it... Um, the study found that it has similar effects on the kidneys as aldosterone and that it causes cellular apoptosis, so self-programmed death by the cells and a few other uh, unfavorable things like hardening of, of the tubes in the kidneys, the renal tubes. Uh, am I concerned about that? I need to go in and see. It's in vitro and in vivo, so they injected them and uh, they also gave it to them orally. They're probably megadosing this stuff to the rats, but I I would need to dive in further, and that is a that is knowledge I'm not very well uh, versed in is the actual methods used in the study, nor the translation between kidney physiology and rats versus human physiology for kidneys. So I don't I'm not alarmed by it. Uh, there was that study done in humans on ecdysterone. In 2019, they didn't notice any unfavorable impacts on uh, hormone levels, you know, adverse effects. Like there was no suppression, there was no shutdown, there was no adverse effects on liver or kidneys or anything either that I'm aware of. Um, so I'm not really concerned about it. Just me. And I think we would have had more data coming out saying that dystrone is uh, toxic to the kidneys than just this one study. So chances are they might have been mega dosing it to the rats but I have no idea. I'd have to dive further into the study. Lucas, didn't they have the same with, what, what you call it, um, uh, cancer with uh, not the SARM, uh, the one that I like, fucking, I forgot. MK? GW. No, yes, GW. You know, when they said that fucking rats were dying from cancer and shit like that, and everybody went crazy. I remember even TJ was like petrified of it, but the dose was like something like fucking 10,000 milligram or some crap like that. When in reality, the yeah. dose is what, like 10 to 20 milligram? And, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Same thing with like saccharin or sweet and low. Everybody's still scared that yeah. it's a cancer packet. And then that pathway, that cancer pathway doesn't exist in humans those studies were done in rats and they were giving them you know 
probably 40 times the, the amount of human, 40,000 times the amount of human will actually consume in a day. But you do and, know that people are still scared of it. Right. Yeah. I, I always like when I always like when Roberts says that you know the, the dose the dose which is the poison or the dose the poison yeah the yeah. dose makes the poison yeah you kill yourself with water if you drink enough of it yeah Brooke Peanut Gallery chiming in to say thank you for the stream thank you for always tuning in Brooke we appreciate it and the rest of you lovely sons of bitches out there that are thank you thank you Sanity yes. Thanks, gents, and thanks. Thank you, guys. Nice, nice ladies out there. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you have any topics of discussion for a future episode and you're catching this on replay, leave it down below in the comment section. Send an email to the supplement engineer at gmail.com or contact Robbie, Lucas, or Shane at their preferred points of contact on the interwebs. Uh, thank you, guys, as always. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. And if you're interested in uh, purchasing some sports nutrition supplements and receiving a fat, fat, fat. discount, 15% off at Apollo Nutrition with code FINALSCOOP. Thank you, my friends. It's great as always. Oh, Sridhar got it hey. in under the wire. Thank oh, you, Sridhar. Because Robert was just going <laughs> to ease right past it. There's actually a really good podcast coming this next week. I've been trying to get this one done for fucking ages. It's with Jack Oa. <laughs> oh, bang. Yeah. I emailed him like ages ago and he was like, he's really fucking busy. You're like, I think I've only ever received a reply from him at like midnight. So the dude like works like a, yeah. like a beast. And then I was like, I'll try again. And then he connected me to his, his, uh, I'm assuming assistant or something. And she's like, you can do this time, this time, this time. And I was like, I'll fucking take the fastest one I can get, the earliest one I can get. I'm in. There you go. I All don't right. know what we're going to talk about. I have a vague idea, but Bang. I feel like that's going to be fun. I'm yeah. If, you should play, play a drinking game. The amount of times we say bang is, did you, you take a shot? We're going to yeah, be banging. Take a sip of my bourbon. Yes, I will. I can do that. I'll do a shot of Zubrovka. I can do a shot of Zubrovka every time you say the word bang. It's probably going to be in the hundreds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simon says, see y'all next week. Yes, thank you one and all for joining us, and we'll catch you all next thank time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.